Did you know cigarettes kill? Were you aware of that? I actually, you know, I haven't talked about it in a while, so maybe me talking about it is going to be a jinx. But it's a fucking podcast. And when you do one a day, you need topics. And this particular topic I came across, something near and dear to me in my fucking lifetime. I'm Puerto Rican. Uh, I don't know what's going to come back in my Ancestry.com kit. It may show that all my ancestors were tobacco farmers. That is a possibility. I'm sure that some of them were. It's in my fucking blood. I like tobacco. I also have had in the recent past a particular habit to smoke cigarettes. I don't know how long I haven't smoked a cigarette. You know, probably not that long. (laughs) But, you know, when you smoke a lot as well, a week, two weeks, a month is a long fucking time not smoking. I came across this, uh, this story. Apparently, California is cracking down not on all types of tobacco. But in particular, tobacco and cigarettes that are flavored. So I'll read this for you. It says, uh, the ban went into effect on December 21st, requiring retailers to stop selling, offering to sell, and possession with the intent to sell of uh, tobacco and cigarettes that are flavored, including menthol cigarettes and tobacco products that are flavor enhancers. I don't know what the fuck that is. I smoke menthol. That's a little crazy. That's a little crazy. You banning menthol. Um, It's just minty. It's not even really a flavor. (laughs) But additionally, California has banned the following products regardless if they contain nicotine. Electronic cigarettes or vape devices that contain or are sold a flavored liquid or element. That's interesting. I actually heard something recently. I was watching an interview with um, Charlemagne the God and Absol. Absol is one of the, the members of the Black hippie group, Kendrick Lamar, J-Rock. Everybody know who the fuck Absol is. And he was talking about a suicidal event that occurred in his lifetime not too long ago. He threw himself off of a highway um, overpass. And he did so, obviously, because of mental illness and depression. <laughs> he was talking about his addiction to, like, the vape, the, the, the nicotine vape cartridges. I never tried one of those motherfuckers. I never tried one of them. I know that they are sold and marketed to the masses as a solution, like a healthier alternative, not a solution, but a healthier alternative to smoking cigarettes. Um, I don't get, and I've never gotten this. I'm, I'm going to give you my opinion on this, but um, basically he just said that led him to mental illness. And I've heard other people corroborate kind of that the vape cartridges are not really good for your health, that they're like super fucking addictive. I don't know. Never tried it. But what I will say is that I don't understand why the tobacco industry does not sell 100% tobacco cigarettes. Like, I, 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 I mean, it's 2022. And I guess I'm, I'm somewhat already siding with California's decision, even though I like menthol cigarettes, even though I think grown people should have the right to choose. But if products are so very unhealthy, combined with the fact that they are known to be addictive, maybe there should be some regulation that steps in. And helps people out, especially young people. I know vapes are particularly um, popular amongst young people. Douchebags. You know what I mean? (laughs) People who wear one AirPod. They like vape cartridges and pens. And um, I'm kind of on that side of it. I I hope that the tobacco industry can kind of shift to where when you go to a department store or uh, like a CVS, a pharmacy or a corner store, 
and you buy cigarettes, wherever you typically buy cigarettes, I would hope that the tobacco industry shifts to give an alternative, like 100% tobacco just rolled in papers. Or actually cigars being sold, like, you know, smaller cigars being sold um, around the country. That would be nice. I would appreciate that, you know, because uh, I feel like that's a healthy alternative. That's a big issue. If you're a guy like me that likes tobacco and you don't want to go fucking buy an $8 cigar every other day, and, and that's not going to be enough, you know, if you like tobacco, you buy cigarettes. I wish there was a healthy alternative. And I guess that's what California's doing. I'm tangent and I didn't even read the whole fucking shit. Here's some other banned things in California. Flavored e-liquids. Oh, e-liquids. I was reading, I was pronouncing that, pronouncing that wrong. E-liquids, e-juices, or pods. That sounds crazy, e-juices. Um, components, parts, or accessories of a tobacco product that contain or is sold with a flavored constituent. So anything, once again, that is an accessory to a tobacco product or an actual tobacco product that has a flavor in it and um, flavored little cigars, cigarellos. Oh, wow. Uh, smokeless tobacco, loose leaf, roll your own tobacco, blunt wraps and rolling papers. That's pretty fucking interesting. I don't know what, what's going on there. I know that California in particular is a state that um, when I lived there, I lived in Los Angeles for five years. I would go to like a McDonald's <laughs> in LA and have a way different experience than I had growing up in New York, eating McDonald's. You go to New York when you're in Manhattan, when you're in the Bronx, when you're in Brooklyn, wherever the fuck you are in the five shitty boroughs, and you go to that fine dining Irish establishment, McDonald's, and you buy food from that pedophile clown, it's typically kind of like a universal experience. I assumed, I thought, the menu's probably similar around the globe. I know McDonald's is a humongous institution. I thought that the nutritional facts were not really of, of great importance because it's fucking McDonald's. It's kind of implicit. When you go to a McDonald's, you're doing so because you're either stupid, you're poor, or you're drunk. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's kind of the, the it's kind of the, the, the usual suspects. And that's just what McDonald's was. That was that was my whole concept of McDonald's. I moved to Los Angeles. And I would actually go to McDonald's, go to the drive-thru, and on the window, the window where you, you take payment, it says products and ingredients used in McDonald's food are known to have cancerous effects. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I don't know if there's different things that they're putting in the McDonald's in California versus New York, but at least they're telling niggas out there. In New York, they wasn't telling nobody. They wasn't telling nobody this could possibly lead you to fucking cancer, which is a, it sounds like a pretty big deal, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Happy meal, value meal, two for three, and then you got some cancer. And what kind of cancer do you get from eating food that doesn't rot? Has anybody seen that? Those McDonald's YouTube videos where somebody leave fries out in their windowsill in the summertime for, for the entire summer, for like three months, and the french fries look pristine? Like they came out the fucking fire. What what kind of cancer do you get from ingesting that type of food? Right? I don't know. I got to look it up with the tobacco as well. I'm curious why California, uh, which I'm, I'm going to, in 2022, even with my biases included, I do like tobacco. I was just talking in a previous episode about freedom of speech and freedom of expression. But I think with foods and um, 
products like alcohol and tobacco, there needs to be a level of regulation. There needs to be a level of regulation. People need the opportunity for their brains to develop fully, for them to actually be responsible enough to have freedoms. And in this country, tobacco and alcohol is too far too accessible to young people. If those things are not bad enough, there obviously are alternative products, additives, apparently in this case, flavors that cause greater harmful effects. And so I am on the side with California on this one, even though I do like tobacco and I like my freedom. You know what I mean? I like to think of myself as a cowboy from New York. Um, no homo. <laughs> you see a cowboy in New York. I'm going to tell you, nine times out of ten, that nigga is gay. Nine times out of ten, there is one, one cowboy in New York that is not homosexual, and I'm not even really sure. I think the guy's just a hustler and he's making his money. He's the naked cowboy, very famous, 42nd Street, Times Square. Outside of 42nd Street, Times Square, especially if you go a little bit more downtown, if you're in Chelsea and you see a cowboy, he's not a cowboy, but he does ride. He does ride, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <laughs> I like to think of myself as uh, a free-minded New Yorker, maybe with more tendencies of like a... or, or uh, sensibilities of like a Texan. You know, Texas people are in love with sovereignty. They're in love with personal freedom and the right to bear arms. And you know what I mean? I, I like that shit. I like, you know, landowners, niggas that have cattle and shit. I, I fuck with that, that vibe. I fuck with the vibe, you know? But I'm from Harlem. And with all those biases included, I still am going to side with California, even being negligent of, of all the information, you know, being absent of all the information. I don't know exactly what flavors in tobacco or these added products that you get mixed with the vape cartridges to add flavor. I don't know what that's doing to people. I've heard bad things. So kudos to California, hopefully the, the entire country. You know, that's a huge part of the entire country, though. You got to be honest. <laughs> California is a big fucking state. It is a big fucking state and... Any type of regulation in the state of California as it pertains to drugs. Ladies and gentlemen, it's not the worst type of drug, but nicotine is a drug. Tobacco is a drug. It's not going to make you sell your baby into sex slavery. It's not going to put you under a bridge sucking a stranger's dick. But it's a drug. It is a drug. <laughs> it is a drug. You know, coffee is a drug. Let's be honest. In California, is a humongous drug problem. So any regulation for products that are sold to the general public that are known to have unnecessary negative effects, unnecessary negative consequences. Because once again, tobacco and alcohol, they're going to do the trick. They're going to do the trick, you know? You could spend your whole life avoiding very, very hard drugs. You can never snort no cocaine. You can keep your lips away from the crack pipe. You can, uh, you know what I'm saying, dodge all the methamphetamines and, you know, never, never get tripped up and take a bad fentanyl hit and OD. You can never get any track marks doing heroin. You could be a goody two-shoes in the world of real drug users and still fuck your life up pretty pretty bad smoking and drinking. <laughs> you could fuck your life up pretty fucking bad. Pretty bad, you know? Depending on the level of your addiction, if you're a bad enough alcoholic, you can appear to the general public as a methamphetamines addict. You can appear to the general public as a crackhead, depending how long you've been hitting the booze, you could do crackhead behavior. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I've seen drunk guys 
on crackhead time, you know? They don't have the same energy. They don't have the same, uh, you know, level of creativity, follow through. But, you know what I'm saying? They, they'll compromise themselves very, very quickly for some alcohol. No, I'm on the side of, of California on that one. You know, any products that are drugs, and I'll give you my whole idea on this thing. For any type of narcotics and any type of drugs that are produced abroad, I've, I like how there's countries in Europe, and I can't quote them in particular, but they, um, they have these, this system where people are able to take a very small, minute portion of their drugs, whatever they're doing, snorting cocaine, smoking crack, doing heroin, uh, what was the popular thing when I was in Los Angeles driving Lyft? I was driving people around in fucking West Hollywood and they were taking uh, poppers. Or, or was, that, was that what it was? It's something that's like an anal expandent. It, <laughs> basically, I picked up these two white girls in West Hollywood. It was late and they were fucking high. They were high and they were acting crazy. And I had to ask them. I was like, ladies, you know, this doesn't look like cocaine. It doesn't look like, you know, the nice leveled mix of being very drunk and then hitting the blunt. What are you guys on? And um, they actually were just coming off the high and added a stop and said, we'll show you. And they went to a, a gay sex store in West Hollywood and purchased what they told me was like poppers. Or, I don't remember the name of it, but apparently gay guys would put this pill in or around their asshole and it would expand their anus. For it to be <laughs> easier for them to have gay sex. <laughs> and these white girls were like, I don't know if they were snorting it or eating it, but they were getting high out their brains ingesting this shit. Uh, can't see how that's healthy. But, you know, regardless of whatever drug it is, I have an across the board opinion that we need to implement systems for people to take small portions of those drugs to test them. And allow people to do what the fuck they're going to do because it is proved it is proven historically and you can look at the history and the, the trends geographically you can look around the world places that are harsh on drug addicts that are harsh on users that are harsh on drug dealers they have decayed societies and places that understand people are going to do whatever the fuck they're going to do let's just put in regulations to help keep people healthy and alive and not criminals those places are typically a little bit cleaner. They obviously have less crime. The people are not as suicidal or murderous, you know. It's a better society. So I'm, I'm on the side of allowing people to do what they got to do, but regulating it. And this is a great step. This is a great step. Hopefully we can learn from the state of California who's taken away the ability for people to possess uh, with, or... or uh, intend even to sell products that are known to have whatever the fuck effects that are just unnecessary. If you want to get your little tobacco hit, go do some straight tobacco. Stop being a bitch. Put it on your lip. Go smoke a cigar. Do do one of those two things. Or stop bitching. You know, I'm I'm a little bit sad about the menthol, even though I haven't, I haven't smoked in a little while. I don't understand that one, but maybe, maybe, you know, I'll do a little bit of research and be enlightened why that's very unhealthy and unnecessary to put in tobacco products. I'm always going to be on the side of letting people do what the fuck they want to do, but regulate it 
and allow people who are too stupid to control themselves to do what they want to do, but in a healthy way. Let's do that with everything. Let's do it with everything. All these stigmas that are put on other drugs, all these taboos, uh, the media storms that were really just, you know, what we do a lot in America and what we do a lot as, as a human species. People are born and raised into a set of rules and a set of laws and a set of perceptions. And those things were created about by people who are dead now. That's that's how it always works. <laughs> people who are long fucking dead, decayed, bones, dust, they've been reborn as a daisy in a field somewhere and somebody killed the daisy and another daisy sprouted them. Some you get the fucking point. They're long gone. The people who implement all of these ideas surrounding a drug or, or something that they that is considered criminal. And people hold tight to this because of the concept of law and order. It's important in a society and civilization. But there needs to be some mass awakening where we revisit a lot of these tendencies and habits and more so the laws, rules, regulations and perceptions that surround things that are demonized in this country. It's happening right now with marijuana. It's not the right way. It's not ideal, but it is progress and it is change. Of course, the highest of the high in our fucking government, Mr. Alzheimer's himself, the Alzheimer's all-star and Kamala Harris, who I just found out she was in a celebrity limelight in the fucking 90s and she was dating Montel Jordan. Side note, somebody fucking looked that up. It's hilarious. She was a side hoe. But, um... (laughs) Those guys should really take some time out to free all of the people that are incarcerated right now for any type of marijuana offense. Because if there's going to be so many industries that spout up and profit off of this, it is purely hypocritical and more so racist that you have all these people sitting in jail for petty crimes. But that is one of the instances. It is still progress at the end of the day that we should focus on and kind of replicate that revision of the perception of a drug or a product. And I think as we do so, we can head toward a society that once again, is never going to be perfect. It's not saying people are not going to get addicted to drugs. It's not going to say there's not going to be people who are breaking the law. It's not going to say that, you know what I mean? The problem is going to go away entirely, but it is really changing the external environment completely when you accept and acknowledge the reality like a big boy and a big fucking girl that making cocaine illegal is not going to stop people from doing cocaine it hasn't people just do more criminal heinous things it just breeds a culture of more murder and deception and danger for everybody involved and not involved when you make these things harshly illegal And you can apply that to every other fucking schedule, one drug schedule, two drug schedule, three drug, whatever the fuck anybody's doing. If we can just accept that people are going to do what they're going to do and then regulate those things, I think we we head toward a healthier society. You know, there has to be a compromise on the part of the people like myself. I just called myself a cowboy from New York City. Once again, no homo. I'm not on 42nd Street. I'm not the naked cowboy and I'm not in Chelsea. I'm not a rider. You understand what I'm saying? I'm just saying I like... The concept of Texas-style sovereignty. I enjoy that wild, wild west or that down-south mentality of freedom. And, um, you know, even with that, 
I understand it has to be a compromise for guys like me. I like menthol. I like menthol. I don't want you to take the menthol out of cigarettes. I think grown people should be able to choose. But if that is going to help people at large, and if we apply that concept to other drugs, like this huge problem that's circulating right now with cocaine, for people that do cocaine, which is, you know, once again, let's go back to fucking California, Los Angeles in particular, you know they all fucking on the blow. You know they on the blow. I lived in Los Angeles for five years. LA is strange. LA is strange for a particular reason. You meet a new person, it feels like everybody's in a cult. <laughs> Everybody you meet feels like they're in a cult and they all give you a script. They give you a fucking script. I swear to God, I heard it in the commercial once, but it's indoctrinated in their society, in their culture. If you live there long enough, you start saying it too. You know, you tell them, they ask you, how long you been here? You say, oh, I've been here for a year. And they say, wow. You know, it took me three years to find my people. Firstly, it sounds very cult-like. I don't know what you're talking about, my people. Do you guys all wear the same outfit? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And then they start going into a pitch of Los Angeles. They start telling you about all of these beautiful, wonderful things. And it's not even like you said you hated it. They didn't ask you if you liked it. They didn't ask you if you're ready to move. They just immediately go into sales pitch, defending this horrible, vapid environment where everybody's out to kill each other for fame and fortune. They immediately start pitching it. They're like, in the same day, you can go into the Hollywood Hills. You can go out to the beach and the pier and see the ocean and drive up and ski the slopes. And I would hear that over and over and over again. I'm like, great pitch, but I didn't see no goddamn snow in Los Angeles. Them niggas is talking about cocaine, baby. <laughs> they like their cocaina. They like their motherfucking cocaine. You know, and there's this huge problem that's circulating the nation right now where fentanyl is being used to cut cocaine. And once again, this is another example of people are not going to slow down the use of whatever product they want to ingest in their body. Whatever that makes them feel good, whatever they're using to escape from this, this interesting reality. I'm not going to call it shitty because it's not shitty for everybody. But for the, from this interesting reality, people like to escape from that. If we all grow up and acknowledge that people are going to do what they're going to do. The wiser, more mature thing for the people who are in power in American society is to start regulating the products, start regulating the use of this. And also, wouldn't that be a boost to your goddamn economy? You start working with these other countries, you could buy it at mass for the low and sell it. America. Ladies and gentlemen, that's my pitch for motherfucking drugs. Let's, let's all give a, a nice American salute to the state of California for being at the forefront of saying, listen, you guys could smoke all you goddamn want, but we're going to take this shit out of your cartridges. We're going to take this shit out of your fucking cigars and out of your papers because it's poisonous. So kudos to you guys. And, you know, for me, just consider what I'm saying, guys. You know, somebody listening right now could be the president one day of the United States in the, in the future. So, you know, you, you heard it here first. For anybody who continue listening to the Nothing Important Podcast, I want to thank you sincerely. Continue listening. Do me a favor. Go on to my Instagram. Very funny reels. Very funny posts. Like them. Give me a comment. Until next time.